All right, welcome to episode 18 of the Action Takers podcast. I'm your co-host, Nate. We got JC here, as always. It's about drive, it's about power. We stay hungry, we devour. Put in the work, put in the hours, and take what's ours. JC, how you doing? Dude, I'm just thinking about, like, the amount of people we're talking to uh, is pretty incredible. Like, it's, it's remarkable. If you had six people sitting in a room watching us talk, for fucking 40 minutes or however long we do these shows, we would be pretty fucking proud of ourselves. But as you like look at the numbers and you're like, fuck, only six people watch this show. I, I had someone comment like, oh, you have a YouTube show. That's pretty cool. A podcast. That's awesome. How many listeners? Like a couple thousand? And I'm like, no, God, no. We're starting out. We're starting at the beginning. So I got, I was a little down, but then I started uh, looking over some of my, my notes. I've, I take notes on fucking everything. But uh, one of the notes from one of the creators is like, you should not give a fuck about the numbers. Like, just produce as much content as possible, good quality content, and fucking all those numbers will chase. They will all come. And if they don't, who gives a shit? You're you're not doing this for, you know, to, to pay the bills. Yeah, I think, uh, honestly, as far as episode count, we're already way, way past the average. You know, we got to be in the top uh, 20% by now. I mean... I think, you know, most podcasts don't even last more than 10 episodes. So, you know, True. being at number 18, you know, we're, 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 we're powering through, you know, we'll be at a hundred soon, 200 and, and who knows uh, how many subscribers will be by then, maybe a whole 12, you know, when we get into double digits um, and uh, we'll just keep, uh, keep providing that great content, great value for everyone. Thank you to those who have subscribed, by the way, if you're not subscribed and you're clicking on this or a couple minutes in and like, who are these guys on, what are they talking about? Just, you know, do subscribe because then you can uh, find out what we are talking about uh, every week. Uh, like, share, comment, uh, review, wh whatever you want to do. Just, you know, we appreciate it all. So uh, if you can find the time, the couple 30 seconds out of your life, uh, we'd appreciate it greatly. It, we, we would. We, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, for the vanity numbers, I think so. I saw this study on, uh, on Joe Biden, our president. Um, they analyzed how many fucking Twitter followers he actually had, like real people. And it wasn't as many as they fucking thought. Like it was like 50% of it was just bots. And dude, I, I was thinking about, I'm like, how the fuck do I get 2 million bots to fucking subscribe to my Twitter? Like, like, how do I work that out? Cause you have 2 million Twitter followers. Like you, you got a hell of a business. Now, if no one's actually like speaking to you or actually interacting, it's not worth anything, but those vanity numbers. Holy shit. Joe Biden. I mean, good for you, buddy. Well, I mean, all of them now, whether it's Instagram or Twitter, like, you know, you see him and I see these people like, oh, they got 20,000 followers. And I'll always like you're saying, no, you check uh, their latest post that has 10 likes and no comments. So I'm like, uh, I think a lot of those are uh, those bond paid for followers. Dude, it's, it's fun. It, it cracks me up. It's, it's just absolutely crazy. And then, you know, like in the world that we live in, like, Social media is just so, it's just so everywhere. It's fucking every time, like my phone keeps dinging and sure enough, I saw this TikTok. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you know who Adam Calhoun is. He's a, uh, he's this rapper that's kind of like, he's kind of a hillbilly and he's like, but he raps at the same time. And he says some shit that's just like, it's gotten him canceled like a hundred times. Uh, like at one point in time, like in Sacramento, like I bought tickets to go watch him in concert in this, the beautiful city of Sacramento, which is far left canceled him. 
They're like, you are not performing in our fucking city. They like, and it was at like a country bar, like a fucking pretty conservative bar. And sure enough, they fucking canceled him. So anyways, I saw his video re reacting to our president riding a bicycle. Um, Nate, I've got a three-year-old who knows how to ride a bike. Our president doesn't know how to fucking ride a bike. What the fuck is going on in this world? I, I don't even know why he was on the bike, right? Like, what, what? I've seen, you know, these videos of him, like, they do something for five seconds. So I don't know if they were, like, just down the road, like, hey, get on the bike and, and ride. Pretend you're riding for miles and you're just going to ride this uh, this 30 feet right here. And, uh, yeah, I, I saw that video. I think just about everyone has seen it. Uh, yeah, he wasn't able to get his foot down, toppled over. Um, it, it's we it's just one training of wheels, okay? That's We got to get some training wheels and fuck. What did you forget your feet were involved in this process? Like you weren't pedaling with your hands. Oh. I mean, we've seen flip on the stairs. How many times walking into uh, air force one? I mean, I, it's just one of those things. It's, uh, a co coordinating, uh, certain, uh, tasks aren't, aren't the best for a president, but yeah, dude, I mean, it's it, been the talk. I, I just... Dude, if it's, if I'm the president of the United States and this video comes out about me, I am, I'm, I'm getting some lessons on a bike, but second of all, I'm making a video where I'm doing badass shit on a bike and just make this like a fluke. Like, Oh, that was fake. Like I would somehow hire some Russian, you know, spy to come over and teach me how to fucking do a wheelie or a nose wheelie or a fucking 360 on a bike or just crop my face onto the fucking old, another old guy, you know, get, get Tony Hawk or fucking Dave Shimerna or uh, I can't name any professional, uh, bicyclist, but, um, I don't know. Fuck. I mean, you, you just got to do something. You definitely got to redeem. Uh, what I used to watch Tosh Pointo all, all the time, and he had he had a segment where you could basically redeem, you know, whatever you messed up on. So he, he needs to just have, I guess, a, a redeeming thing, like you're saying, uh, some tricks, either maybe like high speed down down a hill or something. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, it something something. Oh my god, it. It uh, if we, we should have jumped on the bandwagon with the uh, with the uh, the falling down because it seems like every every video I watch or reaction video has hundreds of thousands of views. So I don't know. What, what do you think about those trends? What do, what do you think about jumping on those things to get a quick you know million views? Uh, I mean that that's all it is. It, it's short lived stuff, right? I mean you got to make something funny. Uh, obviously it's at, at someone's expense, but I mean it, it's it's a uh, just like anything it's you can do it and yeah we'll get views but you know you got to come up with more to uh not just be a one-hit wonder i mean uh but yeah i mean it doesn't hurt you know i guess any any exposure is good exposure right i mean uh, even if it is a, a short-lived thing get get a couple uh, hundred thousand views on a on a meme or a, a meme video about something so uh yeah i mean it's so it's always a good thing for the, that exposure Dude, when I see those accounts that are like meme accounts or fucking like faceless accounts, I always get so pissed. I'm like, I, I took the fucking time and the courage to, you know, get out here on fucking camera, show you my face, give you my name, fuck, or kind of where I live, like, and you fuckers are hiding behind some bullshit, but you have way more followers. I So I, I think there's two thoughts, like either start a meme account and it, it's a little bit more difficult to fucking monetize or start a personal brand where you, it's a little easier to monetize with a smaller audience. What, if you were going to start over on social media, would you, would you chase some of these fucking meme accounts? Because it's not even like when I think about memes, I think about 
words on a fucking picture. But nowadays, they've got accounts that do all kinds of crazy shit. Like, for example, like one of the accounts on Twitter was just tracking Elon Musk's jet. And when the Ukraine war started versus Russia, all of a sudden they switched. They went from tracking Elon Musk to all of a sudden tracking super yachts that were fleeing Russia, you know, or fleeing these sanctioned areas. And I don't know. What, what is your thought process on that? Uh, I'm going to just uh, start a little bit on uh, accounts and these numbers. How about these fake accounts of other people? Uh, like I, I even, you know, that have 1500, you know, followers. I'm like, how does a fake account of someone get these more followers that, you know, and I even have like, and they do it so quickly. I mean, like, so, cause you know, people, Oh, report this person or put like, my gosh, like that, that's one thing that, that really irritates me is seeing these fake accounts get so many followers, like when they're, when they're obviously fake, right. Cause you can just, let me just search this person to find the real one. Oh, that, that's the real one. And people still follow these fake ones. Uh, but on that, you know, on, on top of memes, I mean, there's also these like, um, like like one of them is like you know nature you know like animals doing crazy stuff in nature or like the or yeah like you said or that one account that just tracks elon musk or uh shark you know all about sharks i can be so i would probably yeah wouldn't mind starting one of these accounts that you know whatever you're kind of interested in just freaking post everything about that because they tend to get a lot of traction and, and you can monetize them because that's a one annoying on some of them that like if all they'll be like random ass videos of like, hey, this person paid me to, you know, get the exposure of my followers. And, it, you know, they're just like random ass, either like they're the Bitcoin or the the, the yeah, really shitty whatever, ads. That's yeah, like whatever those ads to baby ads, money, yeah. Forex, the Forex stuff like, hey, give me a thousand dollars and I'm going to give you ten thousand a week. It's like if it's yeah. so great, why aren't you doing it? Why are you even contacting me? But uh yeah, so you know they they do monetize them a little bit, but I think it is definitely the way to go if you do want to just get an account that builds up, either do memes or do some sort of uh, wild nature videos or craziest car videos. I don't know, skateboard tricks. I mean, there's all kinds of shit you can do. Did it? So I was watching. I was scrolling through fucking late night TikTok, and uh, maybe it was YouTube Shorts, like one of those fucking ones, and. Uh, <laughs> I came across a guy who literally all he does is track sharks, okay, that have fucking tags on them. They're like, he's like, oh, I'm I'm waking up today to really good news. You know, you know, sunshine. The the eighty foot great white is fucking traveling down south towards Florida. Like it's really exciting. And I'm like, how the fuck does this video have a hundred thousand views? And it's literally not even the actual shark being like seen videoing. It's a fucking picture of a shark with like some data next to it and it's got like a little tracker and then it's got some ding dong in the fucking video talking about this fucking you know queen latifah the shark is fucking headed south it just i was like that's that's what people are fucking watching that's what that's what frustrates me the most is like i take all the time and thought of like writing down some valuable content and most of the people just watch this bullshit it's just fucking bullshit. It literally has no value. It just yeah. fuck. And you know what? That guy probably makes $100,000 a month because you're probably donating to these fucking sharks and he takes a fucking fee. That's what he does. It just, I don't know, frustrates me. It, it, people want to be entertained, you know? That, that's, that's, it's at the end of the day, I mean, TikTok, that's what it's for, right? Entertainment. Oh. So it either what you provide value or entertainment, right? Or I forget what the third thing is to, to you know, have a, a good video, but. 
Um, oh, dude, it's, yeah. it's, it's motivational. It's, what is it? It's fucking, the, the key to a great TikTok is educational, uh, aspirational, and it's got to be entertaining. Those are the three yeah. things. But what only like, would you see the fucking stupid, you know, hey, we're here at the chimpanzee fucking enclosure tonight. I, I'm scrolling all those fucking videos. Like I'm, I'm addicted for like 10 seconds. I don't, I fucking hate it. I want that part of my brain to be fucking unplugged. Like, I think at some point in time in the future, probably the next 40 to 80 years, there's going to be able to like, there's going to be a switch where you just go back to like the 1800s where like you're fucking, I don't know, like you're, you're, uh, what is that fucking thing called? You're like the thing that makes you like the dopamine hits. Like, I think we're going to fucking at some point in time, I think super wealthy people are going to draw back those fucking dopamine hits. And it's just going to be, I'm going to, I want to, I want to be a part of that dopamine, like withdrawal. Cause, Oh dude, it's crazy. I mean, that's, you know, for some people, some of these accounts I follow, like that's, that's all new rage, right? Like buy a piece of land, get all your son, all your, uh, grow your own food, you know, do, do all this stuff and, uh, and unplug from society. Yeah. You're, uh, t- you're telling me about the, uh, the tan and butthole guy. He, uh, yeah. he does that shit, right? Yeah. He's big. He's big on, uh, you know, just not having all these, uh, materialistic things. So, uh, you know, teach their own, you know, what? a cool, what are, a cool, okay. oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just, you know, we're talking about accounts. A cool account that I uh, I found you know, browsing on Instagram was uh, basically it's like old motels, like, you know, the rundown, but, you know, they, they have pictures of it when it was like at its height in the 20s, 30s, the 60s, the 70s. There's some cool stuff like, you know, and, and then they show how it's abandoned today and all trash, but it's like, man, you know, the time of, of some of these like hotels in the 60s and 70s, like just cool looking, like, you know, uh, to, to kind of, you know, that nostalgia of like, man, look, look at how these things, uh, you know, how nice they were and, and really appreciating uh, some of these things. So, you know, that, that's a cool account I found. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's like old motels or something, but um, it, it's just fascinating. It, it got me kind of interested of, uh, man, it'd be cool to rehab this old uh, hotel, <laughs> make it look like it was in the 60s or 70s. Because it, that, I it's mean, funny. they got these huge low yeah. count, like just the, the style of it is, is really cool. Like how, how you know, and at the time how, you know, that was innovative and, and what they had in there. So it's just um, where some of these today, they're just plain and boring and it's like, whatever. Uh, but how, how some of them were, were pretty awesome. Dude, I, I've stayed in a couple of those. They're still around. It's uh, yeah. there's one in Little Rock, Arkansas. that will scare the fuck out of you. It'll, it'll make your <laughs> skin crawl. Um, dude, it, some of those videos, oh my God, makes you want to go spend a million dollars on fucking rehabbing one of these places and bringing it back to life. It's uh, pretty cool. Like, it's uh, if I was going to do that, I'd want to do that with like Airbnbs. I think that's, I think that would be, I think that's yeah. one of my goals is to go find some really cool like views or situations or scenarios where like the fucking, you know, there's something unique about this property. Like, how can we, essentially how is it marketable is it is it yeah. something that's going to catch your eye and i think like shit like that where you know i don't know like if you transformed a fucking old shitty hotel into like cool individual like airbnbs dude i think yeah. that'd be legit i think i think one and then you you know i don't know you i think that'd be a cool draw i think uh i don't know i think i don't, I don't know if i would fucking do that but um i think someone it- should 
Yeah, I, well, it, it's cool too. This like they have some photos of like you know, oh, this how it looked in 2018 or 2020, and it some of them they just look like a time capsule. It literally looked like, and you know, because it says when it closed down like 1979, like it boom, like you look at it and then everything is still there, like like boom, like it's nine seven ten. They just abandoned it and it's just all the old furniture, all the stuff. It's just like dang, it's it's crazy and you know, that's just sitting there somewhere in Connecticut or you know, it's it's all these all these back east. Uh, Midwest uh, states where a lot of these uh, ones are, but it's just, yeah, it's fascinating. Rehab them. And obviously at one time everyone would go there. So it doesn't, people are, um, you know, into that. There are a lot, I think there's enough people, like you said, with the Airbnbs and we're just making it a, a hotel or motel again of like, Hey, this is a destination spot to come and do whatever stuff there is. So uh, there's money in everything these days. It's just a matter of uh, getting the capital to do it. Dude. It's uh so I was, I was thinking about it. Like, you know, like the progression of your life, like things get, it just seems like, you know, when you're young and, you know, you can stretch a dollar like so much further, like, but as you get older, like there are certain amenities that I just fucking enjoy. And a good hotel is one of them. I, I will, I will give you that. It, it's, uh, you stay in some of these doozies and it's like, never again, like never again. Why am I putting myself in this fucking, this, this, uh, this fucking hellhole? Like, but at the same time, like, it got me thinking about, you know, like quality of life and like, you know, what we're chasing in life. And I think having a fucking pretty distinct plan or distinct, you know, uh, direction in your life, like, what do you want your life to look like? And what, what are some of the amenities that you want to surround yourself? People, people say money doesn't buy happiness. Fucking, it buys you a nice place to live. It buys you a nice place to fucking stay. It buys you a nice car to drive that maybe is a little bit more reliable than your 92 Honda Civic. Um, it just, I don't know, like there's certain things in my life that I want to get to a certain point where I, I have different problems, if that makes sense. Definitely. Uh, side note question always, it is funny. Uh, I think it was Jim Gaffigan that said this, but, uh, talking about hotels and staying at nice ones. Uh, would you buy a used bed or he talks about, you know, people won't buy a used bed, but they'll spend $200 a night to, to sleep on a used bed. So, uh, you know, that's always a great thing, right? Cause you, you see, oh, yeah. bed, like I haven't buying no used bed, but I'm gonna go spend, you know, two, three, $400 a night to go sleep on one that thousand other people have already slept. <laughs> Dude, it, I'm the complete opposite. Like when we were furnishing our Airbnb, I, we were like, we can't afford fucking brand new mattresses. Like if you spent, if we had to furnish a house with, three Tempur-Pedic fucking mattresses like it would cost like seven thousand dollars or eight thousand dollars in just fucking beds that's not even including the fucking box spring and the fucking frames and the linens and all this bullshit i facebook marketplace bro fucking we 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 fucking conquer some deals you know we 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 take care of it like we make sure one that they're clean there's no fucking bed bugs or fucking you know ticks living in them and then we go ahead and, and wrap them in a fucking uh, like mattress protector, and then that's washable. And then you know we add new linens and stuff like that. But yeah. it just, yeah, dude, you're absolutely right. It, it's sorry. Just side note, I always want to get these uh, f- funny things that pop into my head. Uh, you know, before uh, to, to add value to the people, you know, you make, make them yeah. think. You know that. You know, would you? Uh, <laughs> would you rather? Uh, man but but you're but you're right going back to the man yeah i mean it's it is whether whether it's just uh in name your thing food right i mean you have money you can buy steaks and 
and nicer food, or you can eat top ramen and, and Cheerios or, you know, or no matter what it is, clothes, you can have more comfortable clothes. You can have, I, I don't care what it is, but yeah. So money does allow you to buy these things that do add to your, you know, happiness. Yes. And, and just your quality of life, you know, like you're saying, having a car that's reliable, you know, every morning is going to turn on uh, and get you to work and get you to where you need to go. Um, and there are a lot of things, you know, turning on the light switch, power comes on, turn on the water, water comes out, you know, like, uh, all these things that when you do live, um, you know, yeah, cause you can live in an apartment that has issues or you can live in a nicer apartment. You can live in a house has issues, live in a nicer. I mean, yeah, every single thing, uh, from top to bottom in your life can, can, um, money can buy you a little bit better quality, which adds to your quality of life. And, and I think, yeah, it does add to your happiness. I mean, who's, who's going to. Uh, not be happy, happy having these things. And, uh, and, you know, freaking you can buy a jet ski. Is anyone never, uh, old Daniel Tosh, uh, joke. Yes. Have you ever seen anyone upset on a jet oh, ski? Yeah. Like, so <laughs> fucking ear to ear with smiles and just fucking, yeah, no, yeah. you're right. It, but it's yeah. dude, a jet ski. I mean, I've only ridden on a handful of jet skis and I used to, I used to work in a place where we used to get to ride jet skis and you're right. Like that's the most, that's some of the most fun things I've ever done in my life. Doing about 70 miles an hour on the water and just fucking doing donuts. You know, just acting like an idiot. I do. I, I, I agree with you. Um, it's one of those things that like, but what are you willing to do for that money? What are you willing to do for those fucking experiences? Or what are you willing to do for those materialistic things? And I, is there a number or is there a point? Is there like a finish line in your eyes? Or have you set out or drawn out a fucking map of like, okay, when I get to this point in, in, in my monthly income or my passive income or whatever it is, I'm going to do fucking X. Is there an X for you? Cause there's an X for me. I, I've got an X number and I've got a, like an experience that I want to go fucking accomplish is, is, do you have one or should, should I go first? Uh, you could definitely go. I don't have one. I think I, cause I feel like you no know, when I get to these next levels, I mean, I have things that I want to do, but it's always, okay, I reached that. Now I have a new one, you know? So, which I mean, I'm sure you do too, where it's, there's always yeah. something else, but, uh, but, but yeah, but, I don't have like one over, I don't think overbearing X. Um, when I get to a certain number, I mean, there's just, I, like I said, I just have my things that I want to get, um, you know, a, as I progress. So what do you want to get? You get a Ferrari? What, what kind of super? Yeah, no. Buy? Yeah. Lambo. But yeah. I, when it comes to the car yeah lambo that's that's on my it's on my list of uh of uh things you know um uh, is one of them uh nice rolex watch you know you know as far as uh, a piece of clothing uh yeah so those are a couple of my uh you know near future things and obviously you know others just i have a wide range on my vision board of, of things that i'm trying to accomplish uh so which i try and look at daily and because <laughs> because i i think Visualization. Yeah. I, I started doing that too. Uh, Cause a lot of people talk about visualization, right? Like spending, uh, you know, five, 10 minutes of just visualizing uh, these things and, and really try and get in depth of like visualizing driving the car or, or, you know, going into that house or, or whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. Uh, but really, you know, the details and you doing that. So, um, you know, I've done it a few times. I'm just trying to uh, a lot of people talk about it, right? A lot of these uh, people that have accomplished a lot, they talk about that they do this. So I'm like, hey, if, if these people that are 
multi multi millionaires and they're successful and this is part of their daily routine you know try implementing that as well um just hey the brain is a powerful thing uh we only they only know of like you know we only use like they say we only use like five percent of it you know something something crazy small so in our brain it's like okay well our brain is there i'm sure there's other potential uh to do things with it so uh you know let's see what this uh what this visualization is all about well, it, so I started doing that. I've got like a vision board and I've got me and my wife have kind of a, I've got like a business one and then I've got um, one like our personal stuff. And uh, one of the things that we did that I thought was pretty helpful is like what you're talking about, like the visualization and then reading it daily, like understanding what you really want out of life. Because I think oftentimes people think like, oh, my dream is to have, you know, X or my dream is to go on that, you know, three week vacation in Europe and do these certain things. But then they just then they just go, oh, well, maybe I'll do that, you know, when I get enough money. But they don't ever put like a specific date or a specific time frame. And I think your brain, I think I think you're closer to your dreams than you give yourself credit for. And I think it's just about tricking your brain. Like, it's crazy. Like, some of the things that I've wanted the most out of life all of a sudden have just appeared. And it's weird because like we're, you know, we were talking about like TikTok and social media and stuff and the dopamine hits. Like we analyze so much more fucking information these days than we did a hundred years ago or 50 years ago or 30 years ago to a point now where we're fucking making decisions so often and we're, and we're just kind of like fucking numb to it. But when you put like a certain focus on it and I'll give you like, for my example is like, I wanted to buy a storage facility. I had to pay cash for it essentially or use some leverage. Um, I wanted to buy a fucking lake house with a dock, you know, and be able to like Airbnb it. I wanted a multifamily in case uh, if the fucking world ends, I can live in one end and rent out the other and I'll be fucking, I'll, I'll have some cash flow. These things just pop the fuck up. Like I go, I want to, I want to do this. I want to buy this. I want to, I want to accomplish this goal. And all of a sudden, like those opportunities were just fucking there. Like they were, they just appeared, which is weird. But it's like, I think like scientifically, like I think your brain, because I don't fucking know. I'll, I've just heard this shit. I'm not a fucking scientist or smart guy. But oftentimes, like what you fucking dream about, you can actually make appear. Like it's fucking, it's there. You just have to sift through the fucking bullshit. And when you highlight those things, the bullshit just disappears and it's like fucking sitting there on a silver platter for you. Yeah. Um, it, it saying that, right. It, I mean, there's a lot of things like that, that we are bombarded with so much stuff that, yeah, when you sift through it and really focus on what you're trying to accomplish or trying to do or um, find it, it is there, uh, whether it, whether it's a job, whether like you're saying a, a particular, uh, if you're looking for real estate, trying to you know better yourself or wanting to buy something i mean the things are there the opportunities are there it's just really focusing and, and honing in and being able to see them uh and, and like the visualization does help and, and spending that time and focus hey this is what i'm really focused on um, but yeah it, it's crazy how certain things in life will uh appear or or be there you just have to uh be when you find them, see them, and then be ready to take action. Because that's another thing, you know, maybe it's there, but if you don't take that action, you're not going to, you know, start to this, whatever the steps are to get it or accomplish it or, you know, whatever it may be. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely really 
uh, seeing it and then and then taking action to towards that goal or whatever it is that you're trying to do. So it, like one of the one of the things or like one of the great exercises for me at least with the visualization and like seeing the future before it actually happens um, is fucking golf. Like I I don't know if I've talked about this to you before, but. The coolest thing about golf is you have the ability. It's not a reactionary sport, okay? So it the ball's on a fucking tee. The ball's on the ground. You have time. It's not like someone's throwing it at you at fucking 99 miles an hour where it's kind of instinct basis. You know, it's you're, you're, you know, you're playing a slot receiver position. And you run across the middle. You know a fucking linebacker's going to kill you. You just got to make sure you catch the football first and then make a, make a decision. You know, either flop on the ground or get your head taken off. In golf, like you have the ability to visualize what you're about to do. And if you clear your mind and and commit to that, dude, it's shocking on how many times like I, I've spent like some of the best rounds of golf I've ever played in is when I've been hyper focused on every single shot. I've been hyper focused on every single um swing thought or ball flight or you know uh what the putt's gonna do. Like, dude, it's crazy on how much better you are in life when you fucking have a very clear picture, a very clear action and you, and you play it through your mind a couple times and then all of a sudden you just go execute it. But you're right. The one, one thing that you said that a lot of people have a fucking problem with is taking that action. Like now's the fucking time. Like if you see the opportunity, if you have the, if you have the means, you got to take a shot. And sometimes the shot doesn't work. Like sometimes you just fucking, pull hook, shank it, you fucking brick it, you know, you sprain your fucking ankle. But at the end of the day, like the more shots on fucking, the more shots you have, like the more opportunities that you're going to be able to fucking succeed with. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, we were, I think last episode we were talking about fail, failures and stuff. And, and with that visualization, I feel like it, it works the other way too. I mean, there's those people that are always negative, right? Having these negative thoughts. Oh, I'm not going to, not gonna be able to accomplish this and right and then when they set out to do whatever it is they're talk about and they talk so negative they don't want to accomplish it right it's, it's they're fulfilling what they're talking about so i think it works both ways too so you gotta whenever those negative thoughts creep in or that doubt you gotta really be able to turn it around and and think positive and, and visual like you're saying visualize the shot visualize what it is you're gonna do so you don't have that negative outcome and you are gonna have those negative outcomes you're gonna try and buy that piece of property and someone's gonna outbid you you're gonna trying, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to do, maybe a personal uh, best uh, lifting weights or something, but, but those things that you might fail out, you're going to learn for next time. Okay. Um, you know, maybe I need to do, have more things in line before I, I put in the offer and or there's, I could have done this or that to have a better offer. Uh, maybe I didn't grip the bar, right. When I was trying to do my, you know, personal best for a bench press or, or whatever it is. So, yeah, it, when you do have those failures, embrace them and say, okay, what did I do wrong? What can I do better? Uh, and that'll just lead you to uh, accomplishing those goals and, and moving forward and doing whatever you're trying to do. Dude, I'm with you. Not, dude, I just thought about this. So, like, we're, we're kind of venturing, like, the economy is pretty much fucked. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. recession. like, yeah, we're in a recession and like interest rates are fucked to the roof. Like money's hard to get, like people aren't spending money. It's just, it's a fucking not like Bitcoin. I saw Bitcoin at $17,000. I haven't seen it at $17,000 since 2017. Um, and anyways, 
it just is shocking. Like when I remember back in 2008 talking about, let's talk about Lamborghinis for a second. The guy I worked for at the Dodge dealership is like, I've always wanted to own a Lamborghini. So I'm going to go buy one. And he went out and bought like a fucking two year old one with like eight, like maybe 8,000 miles on it or something, something crazy low. And he, he's like, Oh yeah, I bought it wholesale at auction for like 80 grand. This is a $250,000 car. Like I just, you know, I had the money and then, some fucking guy lost it. You know, the bank was auctioning it off and they took a fucking huge hit on it. And yeah. I think right now, like I think in the next one to three years, you have an incredible opportunity to fucking go out there and get the things that you want to get. And you're going to be able to get them at a fucking discount. You just got to take, you just got to believe in the process and you got to believe in, you know, yourself and the systems and the, and the things that you put in place to make sure you don't fail. I think one to three years, I think there's going to be a whole transition of, of, of new wealth created essentially. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, if we can get back to making more items or more products, because I think that's the biggest thing, right? And, and someone was talking about this earlier. Uh, I mean, really what's hurting us is they made, they printed all this new money, right? So there's, right, the, the amount of money that was available almost doubled in the last two years than, you know, uh, on top of, and then, you know, there's just nothing available, right? There's no, there's no cars. Uh, my girlfriend just bought a uh, new car and I went to a big, well-known dealership and they literally had like no joke maybe 20 cars on this huge lot like it, it was empty i mean you would think they were they were closing down or it was closed uh and like yeah that's just all the cars they have so i mean that and that's why you know i think it's just everything's gotten so expensive because there, there's literally nothing i mean if you want to buy a car yeah you're gonna have to pay for it because there's just simple supply and demand um which is really uh just hurting things right now for for everyone you know so hopefully um, we start with, uh, getting more, uh, gas, um, uh, available, uh, more oil, oil drilled and, and that can hopefully start. Yeah. That ripple effect of everything, uh, you know, turn around in a good sense, um, for people to uh, take advantage of, of things. Yeah, I think so. It's, uh, it's one of those things like the economy is going to do the economy thing. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like the whole supply chain thing. It's fucking crazy. Like COVID fucked that up. Like it's still fucking it up. And there's like, and that's the thing, like, I think is so important is like when the government starts doing certain things that are like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Like, oh, it's, it's for the better of the good. Eh, is it the better of the good or is it better for your fucking pocket? Now, like the, the car shortage is essentially to do with the uh, manufacturing of these chips, these microchips that are going into the cars. They're stuck in Taiwan because they can't get fucking workers. They can't because they have so many restrictions when it comes to this fucking killer virus that's going to murder 800 million people and it's going to be the next fucking plague, which it wasn't. It fucking just fucks it up. And it just seems like oftentimes when you put your money with people who don't, who are incentivized by not, not by any money, like. God, I just, I feel like if you would, if we would have just trusted the wealthy people in this, in this world, we'd be so much better off. We'd be way better off than, and then trusting the CDC where the head of the CDC makes fucking, you know, $6,000 a month. Like I, I want to, I want to be taking advice from the guy who makes fucking 60,000 or $600,000 a month. Not a guy who's making $6,000 a month. He, he's got, he doesn't have any fucking idea what's going on in the world. 
like he might, you know, be super smart. It's just, I don't know. That's kind of my thought process on it. Uh, it's going to depend, right? Because there's some people that are pushing a way bad uh, agenda uh, that I probably wouldn't want to listen to and or who out are out there saying that, you know, hey, uh, there's going to be this uh, baby formula shortage and all of a sudden they got this synthetic baby formula already or this vaccine because this uh, thing's not- coming out. There, yeah. there are some some very wealthy people that I, I don't trust and don't want to trust because, you know, they have their own agenda or whatever that might be. Uh, but but yeah, essentially, though, these unelected people uh, who are making our decisions for us. Right. Like all these people see these aren't these aren't elected people. Uh, so why why are they in control of, of things? You know, there, there's so many branches. The government has gotten so big you know, so, you know, it's just it's so big that there's all these people that are controlling things that they shouldn't, you know, we, we, we have to honestly, you know, reduce the size of government so we can have more freedoms and more, uh, you know, we don't need a freaking department for every single little thing that there is, you know, I mean, I, I don't know what this says, but I know like in the last 10 to 20 years, the size of the government of, of all, you know, whether it's at the city level to, you know, the federal level has I, close to doubled. I, it may, maybe it's even more, that might even be light, but it's just, there's literally so many more people working in the government that it's, um, that, yeah, like it's one of those things we, we got to definitely try and reduce it because we don't need uh, 30 different departments for every single little thing. Um, just too much, uh, too much control and too much, you know, spending. That's where our tax dollars are going. You know, it's grown so much. We got to pay all these people that, that we don't need. Yeah, it's uh, I will say like, like, I think the super wealthy people recognize like, hey, they see problems and then they have the ability to solve the problems. So like, mm-hmm. oh, a fucking a, a virus that's going to kill everyone. Well, we better fucking figure out how to make this fucking vaccine because we're going to make fucking billions. Um, oh, food supply shortage. Chicken fucking farms are blowing up. Well, looks like we need to invest in some beef. You know, it just, I don't know. It just seems like if we have that, if we change that mindset a little bit, I think we can take advantage of the same fucking similar possibilities or opportunities. You and I probably aren't going to be able to solve the next fucking variant of COVID. But I think, you know, if we kind of take that same framework and apply it to our lives, we can accomplish anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Do what the wealthy people do, not you know, what poor people do, right? Essentially, if you want to move, move that way. I don't know, but it's like the true thing of like, yeah. you know, what are they doing? They're investing, they're investing their money. What are, what do most people not do? They don't invest their money. So, you know, it, it, it's one of those things, right? They're investing into assets. Very few people do that. So um, yeah, the, the, even just that more basic stuff that everyone can almost do, uh, uh, buying assets, buying, you know, things that go up in value not things that because we all do that buying you know obviously buying cars tvs buying whatever all the all the quote-unquote junk or things that we buy that are just depreciating and we're not getting any return on that you know um you know so gotta gotta invest gotta do the uh the right thing and and um yeah if if you want to change where you are you know if you don't i mean it's all good no no one's gonna be mad at you for it but if you definitely want to change and uh be in a better spot you get you got to do uh yeah what the rich people are doing well i, th- I think you got to do it for not just yourself you got to do it for your family like yeah. wh- one of the things that like motivates me the most is like what the- if something bad happens like what is my kid gonna do like how how is how is he gonna pay the bills 
He can't go get a fucking job. What, am I going to rely on the rest of my family to take care of him? That's not that's not their responsibility. They didn't have the fun to produce this human being. Um, you know, they, they weren't they weren't part of the party and they shouldn't be responsible for fucking cleaning up the puke. Um, but at the same time, I think I think the mindset of of assets and liabilities comes down to making a decision. And I think making a decision about educating yourself on something that we just were never educated on. Like we're in, in, in high school and college, like no one taught us about fucking assets. No one talked to us about, you know, investing in the stock market or investing in companies or real estate. No, no, no one fucking talked about that. No one even brought that shit up because everyone that I was listening to were a government fucking employee. Like they were employed by someone. They had a fucking boss and that boss is like, Hey, we need, we don't need to produce fucking millionaires. We need to produce fucking workers. Okay. We, we need to produce the fucking guy who's going to show up every single day, work their fucking ass off and retire right before they die. They're going to give us 40 fucking years. And that's just the best case scenario. And I think, I, I think finding that higher education in a way that you can, you know, you can get a little bit. I mean, fuck, listen to us. Fuck. We talk about it all the time. Well, yes. Uh, the, unless it's a specific thing like a doctor or a lawyer. I mean, the, the, the college system, if you if you really do think about it, I mean, all it is, is it says that, Hey, you're able to beat a class, take tests, write papers. And you know, like the, because when I really think about it, any of these super successful pe people, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, uh, like anyone that created these these companies as innovators, they didn't finish college, right? The, there's there's a, there's tons of people out there, but they all hire these people that went to college. So I think Elon, even Elon Musk said that he's like, yeah, I didn't, I'm not this or that. I could just hire someone to do that. So it, which is a true thing. Like I, I honestly, you know, I I am an advocate for not going to college, I do have my bachelor's, but when I look at it, I, it, it has not served me. I spent money and time and doing all this and it, and in, in reality with where I've worked, all people care. Can you do the job? Can you provide value? Can you, you know, are you providing us value in, in the company or, you know, can you do the job for, for work for the government? Like there, there's, it really didn't have a, a ROI, you know, what everyone talks to. I mean, you, you spend this money, uh, you can take out these loans. I'll give you all to take out these loans to a job that's you can get a job that's going to pay you half of what you took out on these loans per year. You know, so it's it is crazy um, that I think the way the system is definitely broken um, because, yeah, what, what are you paying for? You're paying for a piece of paper that everyone has now, you know, a, a lot or a lot of people do. Have, but you're it's uh, devalued in that way because, I mean, everyone has a bachelor's degree. And then second of all, it's. What, what is it really saying? I mean, cool. I have a degree in business management. Uh, you don't need a degree in business management to run your own, run a business, right. And, and hire people like you can go and do that and start your business. So, yeah. so it, it's, it is for saying, Hey, oh, this person knows how to follow directions. He's a good listener, <laughs> <laughs> but right. Kinda, I mean, like, kinda. Yeah. It, I was watching fucking the U S open this last week and some ad popped up for fucking Wichita high desert fucking uh, university we're so proud of our graduates and it's they fucking sent like a $5 envelope with their stupid diploma. And this guy's, they're just, I've been, I've been working so hard for this degree. This is, 
this is changing my life. And, you know, and you, and you see like the studio or the setup that they have, and he's in like a single wide trailer and you're like, what the fuck? Or, like this guy easily could have spent $40,000 and put it in the stock market of Bitcoin or fucking bought four houses in the Southeast and made more, more fucking money. But instead they're pumping this fucking advertisement about this beautiful piece of paper. I'm like, I, in my day, I, I mean, if you wanted a degree, I'll sell it to you. Okay. It's JC's fucking university. Okay. I'm going to pull up fucking Canva. Okay. I'm going to type in JC university. What major do you want? What fucking, what education do you need to get whatever job you want? Cause the jobs that I look at, like the job boards that I look at where they have a certain, you know, Hey, you need a five-year degree in fucking, you know, you know, in business management or fucking communications or, you know, social studies or fucking science. Oftentimes those are the jobs that just fucking are never filled because the requirements are fucking un like, it's just, it's not even relatable. So that's, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. my take on, you know, again, if you want to, you know, if you want a free education, just let me know. I'll print you out one and mail it to you. And, and not saying that it's bad that you go to college. No, it's good, right? Do experience that, whatever you got to do. Uh, but when you really talk about what you're spending, and that's the thing, they don't. They just, hey, here, cool, you're approved all these loans. And even that, college has gotten so much more expensive. There's, you know, I follow my alma mater and, and see, and they were like posting, it's funny, like posting these positions or this is our new this, this is our new that. And I'm like, man, that position, I know for sure that position did not exist when I went to, when I went there, you know, seven, eight years ago, uh, it's like, I'm pretty positive that those weren't positions. So it's like, even that, right. What are you really paying for? You're paying for now. There's all these more administrators and, and people that run this program and that program that is that really necessary? So you're, you're going into debt to pay all these people's, uh, salaries, uh, for education that it's, it's just not, doesn't hold the value like it does. And like you said, in, in a thing that I've someone taught me, and I think it is, it can be, if you don't think you have the qualifications still apply for it because of that, right? The, why a lot of them are there's so many or so many things like they're not getting anyone. So, Hey, maybe they are going to take you with only one year experience of this thing, or, or you have some knowledge of something because right now, especially right now where there are so many job opportunities for things. I mean, like every single place is hiring for something um, across the board of, of positions. So um, yeah, don't, don't be afraid to apply for a little bit more than you think uh, where you're at. Uh, that makes sense. Well, it, so on the, on the college thing, I, I, so this is the way I think about it. I think the only value that you get out of college is if you go to an Ivy league and the, and the actual schooling itself does not fucking matter. I think you're paying for the connections to meet other billionaire million millionaire kids. And because those people are, those are the innovators. Those are the guys who or gals or whatever they are are going to be fucking changing the world. Like those are the one, like those are the fucking, you know, the, the scientists and the doctors and the fucking entrepreneurs who are literally going to change the world. And I think if you're going to go to, you know, a state school and you're going to get your associate's degree in fucking communication and your bachelor's degree in, in, uh, you know, social science, I think it's a waste of fucking time. I think it's a waste of time, a waste of money. Like you can go out there and get fucking real life experience way faster. And again, it's not some fancy piece of paper, but I think you get out of the mindset of, I need this fucking piece of paper because you don't. Yeah. I, I mean, like I said, the, the, some of the top 
people in the world, uh, whether it's speakers, whether it's, uh, you know, they, they don't have that. It's listen to Andy for podcast talking about this. He, he was, he said that he failed a, uh, he was in college or something. He had a communication class or public speaking class. And he, you know, he got like a D in it. Right. And the professor said this or that. And then he's one of the highest paid, you know, speakers at, at these events, you know, he's like, yeah. so it's like, what, what, so a professor told him he's not going to be a good public speaker and yet he's paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to speak at events. So it's just, it, there's so many examples, you know, you can go on with all kinds of different people and experiences and yeah, it, it doesn't, you are in charge or you, you know, you're in control of what you are going to be able to accomplish. You know, you put, put your mind to it and, and say, it, cause you think that anyone asked Gary V, hey, before you speak, hey, do you have a, a education in, in speaking or whatever? You know, like it's Gary V or whoever these people are. Like <laughs> Gary V is going to tell them to fuck themselves. Like it's true in a point. You, you don't need it. You, you So people care about value. Are you bringing them value? Can you, you know, if you're working for a business, can you make them money? You know, they don't care about what you've done. It doesn't matter. Can you do the job and, and provide value? That, that's what it comes down to. Just like our fucking content. Okay. It's about motivation, you know, aspirational, educational, or fucking entertaining. If you got one of those three, you're going to be just fine. And if you did get one of those three, please give us a like, give us a yes. share, comment, Fuck. subscribe. subscribe. It's funny. So like, Gosh. I was watching this really famous YouTuber. And I was I was scrolling through his Twitter and he tagged some other famous YouTuber and he said, let's see, how, let's make a bet on on who could make, you know, who, who can make a video like the, the least amount. And his whole thing was like, I'm not going to make a video for fucking nine months. And you know what was crazy? This fucker, he made one video, got millions of views, but then like eight, nine months later, released another video fucking got even more attention it was just like fuck like it it's just the narrative of like shoving content down people's throat if you make good enough content it's gonna find you it's gonna fucking find you so full circle folks look at that full circle from the beginning to the end if, if you're not already subscribed or fucking share this shit it, you, i you know something wrong with you and if you're still if you're still listening right now we appreciate you this is probably one of our yes. longest episodes if this, you are still listening it definitely is. We've we've had to reset Zoom a couple times. So um, with that being said, Nate, really appreciate it, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Yep. And uh, as always, as all I so I've got this saying on my other podcast where I'm like, oh, as always, hit bombs, attack pins, and Aloha press. I need to come up with a saying of like, all right, peace, later, bye. As always, take some action. It's about drive, it's about power. We stay hungry, we devour. Put in the work, put in the hours, and take what's ours.